Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Babes, it's Lala Kent. Welcome back to the Give Them Lala podcast. We have a studio full of bros today, including my own and his two BFFs from Salt Lake. I know. I'm more nervous with them here now. Do you feel like you have an audience? Yeah. This is good. It's going to prep you for the live show in October. Two live shows. That it will. Shit, I forget about that. You do? Sometimes. I try to put it behind because if I don't, I'll have anxiety about it all day. Oh, and we still got a couple months, so Mm -hmm. I don't want you to carry that anxiety for that long. Right. So don't judge me over there. I'm practicing. Yes. Practice makes perfect. But then if you look at me, I completely put the kibosh on that theory. (laughs) (laughs) Jessica, how are we this morning? We are so good. We are thriving. How are you this morning? I feel excellent. And here's why. Okay, you guys, last week, or I guess this week, Stassi's episode is airing. We recorded it. I want it to come out. Everyone's been asking about it. But because we're recording this today, I have to travel, right? So this episode is going to be, we're going to talk about all the things we usually talk about, our lives, housewives and whatnot. But we will be a little bit behind because I'm going to be traveling for production, VPR. We're going on our trip. It is the final week of filming. And then, yep. (laughs) And then yours truly is about to take a break. Jessica's going to head out for a wedding. (laughs) I'm going to celebrate turning 33. Apparently, that's like the age. Is this true? A hundred... 33, I've heard, is like prime age. Okay. I don't want people listening to think, oh my God, 33 was an awful year for me, so I missed it. No, everyone has their own prime age. But a higher percentage, I've heard, 33 is like the year. Like my dad was like, oh, that was my year. My mom, they were like, that was my thriving year. So you're in for a big year. That's the hope. And I'm already noticing like a shift in how I feel. And I'm noticing that I'm kind of, I love the word retreat. I'm retreating, right? Like I used to be out in these streets having the best time of my life. And it's not that I'm not doing that anymore. But I've looked at like the bigger picture of what I want in life. What is the most important thing? Building an empire and having children, right? So I'm noticing myself going if I go out into the world, if those things are not serving what I want for the, the overall, I'm not participating. I'm going to 
retreat. I'm going to isolate. And I don't know if it's a good or bad thing, but there we're going to do uh we're there's a lot of stuff that I still want to talk about, but do you I feel like you're in that season too, Jess. I am in that season. Yeah, I'm in the season of like I think figuring out balance, which is a different thing. Oh, I just kicked over our give them lala coasters that we've added. Um we are They're gorgeous. <laughs> Yeah, it's just a, it's an interesting season and just figuring out balance. I hear you. I don't necessarily think retreating is a negative or always a negative or always a positive. I think it just depends on the situation. Mm -hmm. There are many things I have retreated from or should have in a situation which would have been healthier for me. And there's some things where I've retreated and then... It's like, no, 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 don't retreat and run away from that. Face it head on. So I think it just depends on the situation No, I, I think you're right. Yeah. I've noticed a lot of people, though, when I'm talking, they're saying the same thing that I'm saying. And I'm like, maybe it's something in the universe that's happening. But I felt this way even, like, when we started filming, I was like, what is wrong with me? Why? I was, I was just feeling funky. And then the period came. And I was like, oh, thank God there's an explanation. <laughs> And then the period goes, and I'm like, we're still there. And then it comes back, and now it's like, okay, we've had like 12 periods, not really. And we're still <laughs> feeling the same way, so that can't be it. And then I'm, I think this season you'll see a different side of me that I didn't even know existed because I was dealing with so much over the past year and a half, two years. And then you start thinking about, okay, what, what do I want my life to look at it, look like? If we, if we keep heading down this road, are we going to end up in a place that we can't get out of? Now, that's freaking terrifying. Yes. Right? Yes. That's the crossroads. It's kind of similar in a less intense way, but similar to when I woke up and said, I'm going to be sober. It was like, okay, we're, we're there. If we keep down, if we choose the other route, we're kind of fucked. Right. Right. Just, yeah. Yeah. 100%. I think dynamics, too. I just, I find I'm excited to see this next season play out. Because I don't know, like I wasn't around you and your friends a lot of this season when cameras were up, but I just know that like it's interesting how dynamics change, just talking about myself now, just dynamics with people and sort of taking a beat and being like, is this serving me? What is this purpose? And that sounds so selfish to be like, is this friendship or is this relationship serving me? But I'm not trying to make it sound that way. I'm just like, am I my best version of myself in this relationship or in this dynamic? And if not, maybe I need to reevaluate. And so when it comes to dynamics with your friends, I think it's going to be interesting to watch it play out. You say you see a softer side of you this season. I'm interested to see that and, and how other people take that. I'm interested to see the entire season as well. And yeah. I, you know, last year was of an, an extreme high and then everything happened with Scandaval and it was like even more heightened with adrenaline. Like we were going to have a great season regardless. But then the dust settles. And that's such a strange thing when that happens. But you know, it, it happens with everything. Even when you look at like the passing of a parent, you're distraught, right? And then time just has a funny way of healing and placing something in the part of the brain where it's like, okay, we're going to place it here. You haven't forgotten. It definitely was something, it was a formative thing. But like you have to move on with your life and you have to practice certain things that feel a little unfamiliar. But in my mind, it's like, okay, God built me to deal with things, right? 
things that aren't going to take me out. And if I feel like I don't know how to deal with it, I'm going to reach out. I'm going to get help. I'm going to lean into my program, whatever it may be. But that's the stage that I'm in, the the dust settling stage. That's a good stage. And also, can I remind you, we're coming on 2024, and I know we've brought him up a million times, but Chris Medina told you that 2024 was going to be your year. Yes, he did. He said, girl, you are cut from a different cloth. I said, I sure (laughs) am. (laughs) So who knows? 33, 2024, we'll see. We'll see. I'm going to work my ass off. I'm going to hopefully procreate at some point. God willing. God willing. It all works out. Okay. So I've been talking to this guy. Oh. All right. Breaking. Breaking news. I've been talking to a guy. Um, And I had the strangest dream about him the other night. And I sent him a text and was like, hey, like I had a dream about you. And before you look at this text is like the lame, like, had a dream about you last night. <laughs> no, like you got to hear it because it's freaking weird. So... In the dream, this guy I'm talking to has a man hand deliver a letter to me. And it's one of those like serial killer letters where they like cut out letters in a magazine and then like spelled out the entire letter with it. Okay. It was like so creepy. Burn book vibes. Burn book vibes. I wanted to tell him it was burn book vibes, but I was like, I don't think he's going to get that. <laughs> so I said serial killer vibes instead. And he, I'm reading it and it's like, Lala, I wanted to let you know, like after our conversation, I actually do believe in true love and I would like to find it. So clearly I was thinking about something that I actually said to him, which was I'm anti-relationship at this stage in the game. Like I was just laying it all out there and we still talked after that. But this is what the note said. He said, I met a girl when I was at a wedding, when I was at this wedding in Thailand. He's currently in Thailand in the dream. And we ended up getting married. He encloses a photo of he and his new wife. (laughs) And then tells me, I wish you all the best. Okay. And I'm, like, upset about it. I'm, like, oh, what a bummer. Weird, but bummer. So I go to the beach to, like, take a load off. And when I get there, the beach is crowded, wall-to-wall people, okay? And I'm sitting on this, like, it's, like, the beach where everyone sits. It's very smoggy. And I'm sitting on, like, this rock jetty, you know? And I see this plank where they're, like, transporting circus elephants to a sailboat. And I'm like, that's fucking weird. And then there's tugboats dragging dead whales into shore. And I look at that, and then by the time I refocus on the elephants, the sailboat sunk and the elephants are drowning. (laughs) What does it mean? It's not a funny dream because it sounds like a nightmare, but it's fascinating that that's chaos. It's chaotic, and I wasn't on a unisom. Because I'm, oh, I was and I ask. wasn't, it was not Unisom dream. This was, I'm sleepy time dreaming. Okay. It's freaking weird. And my mom was like, well, do you think it's the universe letting you know that he may have a girlfriend? I was like, I think the universe <laughs> is telling me he may be a serial killer. <laughs> Actually, that's what I'm more concerned about the letter <laughs> and how much time it probably took him to cut out all those tiny magazine letters. <laughs> You have had some wild dreams. It'd be so cool to one day have a dream analyst, like, write down your top three dreams. Maybe. And- yeah. that, I know a girl that's going to a, a sleep, like. Like a camp? No, she's no. going to somebody who dissects her dreams. Her dreams. Yeah. What, so do she they can learn t- about them. Do they put you up to, like, the little nodes or whatever they're called? I didn't called? go that far into it. I just said, wow, that's really incredible. Easton. But 
You talk to this woman. You open up the notes <laughs> app that we, we all a, have it in was the a podcast. Beach bonfire. But I guess I could have. What do you mean you time. guess you could have? That's epic content for the pod. And you just said, oh, that's cool. <laughs> As if you don't have a job. This is called a job. You're I, researching all the live long day and you didn't think I that didn't, that was important I enough to research. I didn't think she wanted to help me out at that point. But we were, mean, it was at a bonfire. There was a, we were amongst a bunch of people. And a I didn't, bonfire? Yeah. In California? We got shut down. I had a feeling. <laughs> there it is. Uh, we got shut down. Someone rat you out? We got ratted on. <gasps> but Ooh. now, speaking of it, I do want to talk to her more and I will come back to this podcast with what she's gone on. And maybe it's because you didn't take a Unisom that you had the crazy dreams. Well, by the way, the Unisom got to go. And I don't take it very often because I looked at, you know, if it's like an okay thing to be taking. And after a certain point, you shouldn't be taking it. So I'm looking for someone to slide in the DM and tell me what I can take that will help me sleep well. I'm under a tremendous amount of stress. Good night sleeps are few and far between. I left out one little tiny thing about my dream as well. With the note that the serial killer sent to me <laughs> and the photograph of he and his new wife, he sent me a box of T-shirts with his face on them that were for someone who was large, <laughs> very large, <laughs> maybe 500 pounds, six, six maybe oh. six, 600 pounds, ginormous size of a blanket he wanted you to tie it up i didn't know what the point of the dream was maybe i was like i like my face everywhere there's so many things talk to this dream no i'm gonna i'll talk person. to her and see who she speaks to and maybe we can even reach out who she's talking to and so have yeah. a segment she's about it she's not a she's dream not, analyst no. okay, she's going to she's one she's going to one got so it. there's nothing that i could really that she could tell me yeah. and she was she's going to one i think today yeah is she also a hottie toddy? Because I'm seeing you're getting a few messages that say, or comments that say, I have the biggest crush on Easton. No, she doesn't like me. Oh. oh. <laughs> How do they not like you? Everybody likes you. Right? Seinfeld. I think she likes me. I Maybe some it. people don't like him. <gasps> Jerry, Jerry, don't say that. <laughs> are you but, open to dating? Just curious based off yeah. some of the comments. You yeah, are. I'm okay. open to dating. Cool. I'm very picky though, and you I hear also that, what a lot of people don't don't tell this one over here. Mm. But what I had I had to bring them home to these vultures. Ah, uh, oh, back in the day. No, you I, do now. Ow. You what? and Lisa, you don't have to bring them home to us. You got your own apartment, buddy. Well, dating. If it if got we're gonna serious, be talking about if you're dating. gonna date, yeah, you yeah. got to bring them around. Mm? Okay, well, so good to know. Good I just Easton, we're not vultures, but I've seen what is out there. <laughs> And I just want to protect you. Bullshit. The other day we were driving home, just me and E, and he was like, you want to know what? I feel like I'd be down to find a partner, but like I just don't see me finding anybody who's as dope as me. Like, I'm dope as shit. And I was like, <laughs> I feel the I just, same way. I, just, I really just love who I am, and I like being with myself. Yeah, you're like, I want to kick it with someone, but feel like I'm not kicking it with anybody. Yeah. That's, That's the where dream. I want to find. It's That's... so hard to find. I know. Mm -hmm. People like talking. I kind of had that with the Dawn. <laughs> People really like talking. They love to talk. You kind of had that with the Dawn. I, yeah. You were, yeah. Did I ever meet the Dawn? I heard about no, it. No, loved the Dawn. What's the Dawn doing? He was now? just such a vibe. He you would have liked him. He was such a vibe. He was so cool. Like, I saw pictures of him. He yeah. was, he looked dope. He was dope. Zero dollar delivery fees. 
I bet that made you listen. Yes, I said $0 delivery fees. That's what you get when you Dash Pass by DoorDash. And if you don't know what Dash Pass is, I'm about to change your world. Dash Pass is an exclusive membership that gets you unlimited $0 delivery fees on eligible orders, along with members-only deals and discounts. Dash Pass is the most affordable way to get food from your favorite restaurants or groceries or whatever else you need delivered right to your front door. Dash Pass basically pays for itself in two orders on average. Plus, Dash Pass gives you special access to exclusive promotions and menu items, all for just $9.99 per month. Get more from delivery for less with Dash Pass, $0 delivery fees, and reduced service fees on eligible DoorDash orders. Sign up for Dash Pass today and get your first 30 days free if you're a new member. Subject to change, terms apply. Open the door to $0 delivery fees and savings you can't get anywhere else. Sign up for Dash Pass today only on DoorDash and get your first 30 days free if you're a new member. Subject to change, terms apply. Give Them Lala is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small, and at times we keep carrying them around rather than processing them and letting them go. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off of your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. Therapy from BetterHelp is helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. And it's not just for those who have experienced major trauma. It's for all of us. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash GTL today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash GTL. I was thinking about my dreams some more while you guys were talking. (laughs) She's not even involved in her ripping the women I'll bring home. No, I was involved. I was doing two things at once, all right? Listening but thinking about something else. (laughs) (laughs) I've seen how that goes on your phone. So maybe the whale thing or just like the water aspect of the dream. I was talking to Leo the other day, one of my husbands, and he was talking about the ocean. And he he told me about this thing he saw on TikTok. This girl had like shaved her legs, whatever, nicked herself a tad, went to the beach, swam. Her leg, the little tiny nick on her leg got so infected from the water, Amputation. her leg ballooned up, okay? She goes to the emergency room. They have to amputate the leg. What? I swear. He told me that. What? Where did she swim? Because this is like PSA, bacteria in the water, some wild, you don't know. I asked him, and he's also like me, where he only reads the headline. Was it an ocean or a lake? An ocean. It was the ocean. And then he went on to tell me that he saw another thing on TikTok. You know, those like bougie um, places you go for manicures. It's like a vacation-y type thing Mm -hmm. where you put your feet in and they have the little fish eat the dead skin. Mm -hmm. There are people that are like losing their feet because obviously you can't take those fish out and like clean their little mouths like you would with a tool, right? So they're eating the dead skin of some person and then you put your feet in and now they're eating your dead skin they've eaten at least 500 people's dead skin by the time they get to you and people are like 
getting infections. This is making me sick. I'm going to pass out. <laughs> oh, my God. Really? Disgusting. Right? Uh, like, obviously, someone had something funky happen to their feet. And ew. this fish, like, got it in their mouth and passed it to someone else. It was ew. in the Bahamas. Where? Which one? The leg or the fish? Uh, the leg. The <gasps> girl who got her leg amputated. No. Jennifer Barlow. Gen- a Georgia model. I knew she was a model. From yeah. Georgia. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She was mm-hmm. vacationing in the Bahamas and swam and with that little nick got a flesh-eating bacteria. That's heartbreaking. That's heartbreaking. The fish. Last week. I used. Yeah, it was recent. Yeah, last week. Damn. She's pretty. Well, yeah, she's a model. Still Leo is. told me she's a model. If I live a terrible, evil life, I will come back as a fish who eats dead skin off people's feet. Because <laughs> thinking about that, feet are disgusting. I hate them so much. I don't take them Ugh. either. Do you guys remember when the Kardashians went and had their feet eaten? By the fish? Yeah. Yeah. Like, that was old school. Old school. Oh. Kardashian. Do people still do that? Yeah, it's still a thing. That is disgusting. I don't want a fish eating other people's <laughs> skin and mine. That's what she was talking about. Is that what you were saying? Yes. Where have you been? I was thinking of looking at was Jennifer you know Barlow's leg. I was real worried. I just swam yesterday. <laughs> no. Well, luckily you don't shave elsewhere. your legs. That's heartbreaking. Yeah, but though. I have a nick in my finger. <gasps> oh, I know. Don't go to the Bahamas. Hydrogen peroxide, that shit immediately, and I'm not even joking. No, I know. I'm going home. That's where I was because I was kind of nervous. Speaking of the beach, <laughs> speaking of the beach, oh. do you guys remember <laughs> that one episode where I was telling my family that they have to disengage if they see arguments happening? Well, it lasted all of two weeks because we got into an altercation at the beach. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> no. We did. We sure Ugh. did. So I'm sitting there on the beach, minding my own. As she does. <laughs> as I do, unless I'm <laughs> filming Vanderpump Rules. And I see this sweet woman with a clipboard and this guy fly up from his beach towel, screaming, screaming at her, okay? He's got headphones in, and he's recording, all right? Please do not record me without my knowledge, you buffoon. Do you know the laws in the state of California? He's recording her. She does not speak English. He steals her clipboard from her, knocks all of the cards out of her hand, and I obviously am, I'm close to it, but I want to make sure, like, you know, I don't get involved prematurely. Maybe they can work it out. And then I'm realizing that there is a language barrier. I see her getting, you know, she's getting upset. I run over to the lifeguard stand and I'm like, can you guys please do something? This man is like super combative. He's super aggressive. He must be on something. So then he sees me talking to the lifeguards, comes over to me. Of course, I boss up on this motherfucker. And I'm looking at the clipboard and it's, it's just like she's collecting signatures to like make a difference with something she cares about, right? And he's like, she's stealing our information. They're coming to your house. And I was like, well, if they do, like let them know. I don't cook. So like can they put an order in? Like am I feeding you if you come to my house? Like we like Domino's over here. Do you prefer Pizza Hut? <laughs> I'm like, she's not stealing your information. Don't sign the form. And he's losing his mind. And the lifeguard is like, sir, sir, I he's now – targeted on me he follows me back to my little beach area where Easton is and his two friends screaming at me now filming me 
My mom then comes over. You know, she loves to get involved. <laughs> and the lifeguard is like telling her because she's like, Are, you got to call somebody. Look at this guy. And the woman at this point is like fetal position slouched over because all she knows is people are screaming at the top of their lungs. And Ocean is with us. And they, the lifeguard says, this isn't our jurisdiction, ma'am. And my mom's like, it's the beach. We're on the beach. Something's happening on the beach. It's your jurisdiction. <laughs> and, and they're Lisa like, no, we, we're here to, like, rescue people from the ocean. She's like, you don't rescue people from the beach that are on the beach? And so finally they just, like, gave up <laughs> and called somebody. Okay, good. They called the police. Now I'm realizing this guy is not going to do shit. And I see Ocean walk over to me and grab my leg. That's when I lose my mind. Easton stands up. I probably shouldn't have lost my mind because my kid did roll up. But I'm like, okay, my my child is no longer over with my mom. She's with me. So I'm screaming at this guy. I got my fingers up like this. Ready to pop, pop. I said to him, I have my child with me. Back the fuck off. There are kids here. You're insane. I start tapping my arm. I'm like, get your fucking fix, dude. The calm down ain't looking good. Fix yourself. And he was an insane person. They ended up taking him away because, yes, he was on something. But this poor woman, this poor woman just out on this beach trying to make a difference in her community. All it was was a signature, an email, and your zip code. And she. And that's all you. That's all. But we were. Yeah. But she was stealing our information. Number one, the fact that it was you that started and not Lisa is not. Amazing, but like you kept saying it was like, you know, a couple weeks ago when we talked about it, you're like, Lisa's always getting in, and I'm like, Lisa, you gotta calm down. But you came to this woman's defense, so I think bravo. Do you regret it? No. For a moment, I sat there and I was like, I wish I wouldn't have gotten that way in front of my child. That was not good. But then my mom tried to bring me down by saying, you know, I want ocean. To know that if she sees someone not acting right, there is a way to get involved without putting yourself in harm's way. We went to the lifeguard stand. There were men that came over. They were fully aware. Someone was called. And it was so crazy because as it was happening, I was looking around the beach. And I'm like, okay, is anyone else? Because there were men. Is anyone else seeing this? Is anyone going to get involved? I then knew that it was my turn to get involved. Once I did and people started doing something, there were like incredible. It was all women. All women that ran to this woman's defense, they took her away because she was distraught. Like, sat her down, gave her water. It was just, like, a moment of, okay, if we choose to do something, like, it just takes one person before you can rally the troops. But it was so interesting that a man was going insane on this woman, and then all the women on the beach were, like, ready to fuck shit up, and all the men were sitting there, like, eating their fucking Funyuns. Yep. And the second you got involved, then what? people started. Well, besides you, Easton, well- <laughs> you guys got involved. I'm not talking about this camp. I'm talking about everyone else on okay. the beach. Yeah. And really quick, that's about, I told your mom about this. I just heard this on a podcast. That's a human phenomenon, I guess, where it's, if something is happening and there's a bunch of people around, no one will react until one person does. And they did a study and they put one person in a room and smoke started coming underneath the door and the person got up and they're like, oh, what's going on? They put like 10 people in a room and smoke started coming coming under the door and everyone just kind of like looked around. And if no one reacted, they all just sat there as smoke was filling the room until Sheep. someone reacted. Isn't that wild? That is wild. crazy. 
I always want to be the one that reacts then. We are, but we tell everyone not to. <laughs> well, because it great. is scary. Really? I was in Hollywood last night, and I was like, this is like a little freaky. Hollywood, you were walking around Hollywood? Well, we went to Sheena's show. Oh, got it. Sheena had a show. That's a mouthful. <laughs> in Hollywood. Sheena Shea's show. Yeah. And I took Ocean. I had no idea that the beginning of the show was going to be like a heavy metal concert. Is that what it was? It was like, yes. It was amazing. Absolutely amazing. The crowd was like insane. The show was freaking awesome. If she decides to go on tour, it was a really great show. Um, so I just held Ocean's ears while they played that, the the opening song. And then Ocean wanted to be on stage the whole time. Summer Moon went up there, and I was like, I want it to be about Summer Moon. Like, oh, can't go up there. And then Sheena's mom, Erica, was like, just let her go on stage. And she did not want to get off. She kept talking about it even this morning. Mama, I want to be on stage. And then she keeps asking me. I brought up a dance class one time. I told her, you know, you're a great dancer, oh, and a great performer. Do you want to do dance class? And now she asks me every day. So reminder to myself, I got a call today to make that happen. Um, was this in front star. of people or after everyone left, they no. got on stage? Full crowd. And Full people crowd. were cheering, I bet. Oh. Yeah. A couple to a few hundred people. Great. No, I saw it. Looked, it looked packed. Were they singing in the mic or just dancing around? They were just dancing. But my child, once I got her off the stage, because Sheena was about to perform again, she performed Apples. And Ocean was digging it because she gets off the stage, comes to her mama, grips the couch cushion, and starts whipping her hips around. <laughs> bam, bam, bam. I was like, what? Where did you learn that? I wonder where. And then I think about when we're dancing in the room, I only know how to just kind of like move my hips back and forth. You know, there's not much happening in the back, so it's just left, right, left, right. And she she was freaking killing it, man. Hands in the air. Mm. Mm. Oh my, that's hilarious. She is a good dancer. So she has no, to do a, ballet, hip hop, jazz, all of it. All of it. Okay. No, she's a real freaking star. Speaking of being a star, though, I saw it. So Lisa comes out the other day and she's like, Law, did you hear that Disneyland struggles when Taylor Swift is in town for a performance or a concert or her tour? Because Taylor Swift and Disneyland have the same demographic. <laughs> they notice a decline in ticket sales and obviously people going, which obviously ticket sales reflect how many people will show up. But they notice that it's not as hefty of a crowd when Taylor Swift is around. They said that this has been their slowest summer due to her... her allegedly. Mother. Allegedly. Taylor, congrats. That right? is... You are a... Actual boss. That's when you're fucking ripping from Walt Disney, you're doing something right. You're doing something right. It's fully insane. But it does make sense. Yes. Yes. Kids are going on a vocal ride, baby. I mean, that's how I feel about it. And I love the fact that Taylor Swift is like sitting here talking about like real life things. I'm down for Disney, down for Taylor Swift. Especially when you think about the world we live in and the music that I listen to as like a child. By the way, if I'm looking over here during this video, it's because Ethan's friends are over here and I don't want them to feel left out. <laughs> um, but like the music I was listening to a long time ago, it's like probably not the healthiest of music to be listening to at, in your formative years. It's just not. So What if, were you listening to? Slow motion, juvenile. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. 
Nelly in his music video where he's literally swiping black cards through the asses, assholes. I know. That's you why know? that's a bucket you know? lister for me. <laughs> what? It's a bucket. It's, a bucket it's on his bucket. For me. Get just that swipe black a card. black card in an ass. Mm-hmm. Well, bend over. Just do it to yourself. <laughs> no, it's got to be something prettier. <laughs> no, but that's like, and I loved it and I still love it, but it's like the time, like the age in which you should be listening to those things. So when I see my daughter freaking out to like pink, Taylor Swift, dig it. I want that to last forever because I had breaking news come through my phone that drug use and alcohol are at an all time high in the United States. And it made all the sense. It made all the sense because I went to a party. Yes, I left my house. And guess what? What? And it was during the day, like daytime vibes. What world do I live in where it's four o'clock and you guys are getting like ripped? What is this incessant need to like not be in reality and like, God, we're gonna get fucked up, bro? <laughs> it's like really sad to me. I'm actually shocked it's at an all time high because, hello, the 70s. Like, was that not the all time high for drug use and alcohol? I don't know. How do you feel about that? Do you feel like they just like, they didn't maybe make records the way they do now? Like they don't mean? record oh, like, things as thoroughly? Or do you think they're just trying to freak us out? I have no idea. Maybe it's like a different, maybe 70s was more like like shrooms and, and weed. I don't know. But to me, I think of the 70s and I'm like, that's when people all day, all night were on drugs. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. I Obviously, feel, I'm wrong. I feel like it's a different type of thing. I feel like back then it was used as like true recreation. Obviously, addiction has existed forever. In my mind, it's like back then, you go out to a party, you're having a good time. Now, I feel like it's truly an escape. There's so much happening all the time. We are being fed information in seconds, something new. You can't even process what you just read because like that, you're already having to process something else. On top of going through social media and seeing everyone live the dream, and it's a lot. You're like, I have to escape this because I cannot process like as quickly as I'm getting the information. I think that's a great point. The escape and the uh, the um quicker release of dopamine because I did read recently that our dopamine receptors are becoming exhausted because everything on social media, the likes, this and that, triggers yeah. dopamine, triggers and they're it's getting triggered quicker and more often that our dopamine receptors are becoming exhausted and we need more 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 to be feel that happiness because that's what dopamine is so I think that's a great point it might be either the escape or literally just looking for your next like happiness Mm -hmm. yes hi yeah it's just a weird world so if Taylor Swift can keep ocean in like this happy little innocent bubble for as long as possible I'm gonna be really thrilled about that because when I went to that party read what I had read about that breaking news about alcohol and drugs I was like Ocean is never leaving the house. <laughs> no, she will not. She can't no get in the ocean Bob. No, she also can't get in the ocean because yeah. I'm afraid she'll Ankles be eaten only. by a shark. <laughs> well, this season, yeah. It's terrifying. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a 
happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and six one since that matters. And what do I even say other than hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Anyway, did you guys watch Housewives at all? I know that this episode, y'all, we're going to be a little bit behind, but I still want to talk about it. And then at some point, we will be like up and popping and in real time. Did you watch Roni? I did watch Roni. Tell me about Roni. Did you watch Roni? No. The last episode I watched was when they all went to the renewal, the vow renewal for Aaron and her husband. Right. So I watched Roni and it's the episode after that that we're on or that I'm reviewing right now. And it was um, Aaron ended up confronting Bryn about, I'm going to say this without any emotion behind it, but about like flirting with her husband which you know what I know a lot of people were like yes that was inappropriate I just are people saying that I saw a few comments like yeah it's her anniversary her kids were there that were on Aaron's side but it's like she didn't say it to the kids she didn't say hey kids no when daddy divorces mom you're gonna be calling me mom (laughs) and all of yes and all of the women too were like Aaron what are you talking about that's Bryn she was being her Bryn self it's just it was funny relax I was just It was like, hysterical because yeah. she was talking about the giant rock that he just gave Aaron. It was less about, like, I'm going to come in and steal your man. She's like, I want the cool jewelry. So, like, hit me up. Exactly. If it doesn't work out. It it's was funny. Joke. And we found out Jenna Lyons was her birth given name or whatever is Judith. Did you know that? No. So it's Judith. And it's. And she changed it in college because she never felt like a Judith. She doesn't look like a Judith. I'm paraphrasing. But by the way, anyone named Judith is expensive as it gets. (laughs) I know. That's why I was like, but apparently she, in college, her professor was like, does anyone have a nickname? And she was like, now's my chance. And all that came to her head was the fact that her brother used to tease her and call her Jenna Jenna Genitalia. And so she was like, Jenna. (laughs) (laughs) Which is... Like, good for her for being vulnerable. And she's, like, telling this during a casting for her lashes. And she's, like, being vulnerable in front of her friends on the cast, but also in front of this, like, new woman. And it was just a really sweet moment. I love that. I love her opening up. She talks a little bit about her breakup. Of course, she isn't specific with who it is, but just she gets vulnerable and emotional. And it was very nice. And that's really the main. I'm sure I'm missing things. Has it changed your view on Aaron at all? I... uh, I hate, I love all the women, but I'm a little bit like, Aaron, come on. Cause like I, lighten up. Lighten up, Aaron. Oh, and the other thing, and this is just a me thing, but I want to know how you feel about now they call her out again or the name is leaving my mind. You guys know she gets called out again about not having enough food or not having enough options. Aaron at her anniversary party. Okay. It was just pigs in a blanket. Who left early? Why is the name? It wasn't Sigh. just. Sigh. Sai leaves early. She's like, I was hungry. She gets called out again for it. And she was like, you had pigs in a blanket. I'm vegetarian. And I'm like, everyone's like, relax, Sai. Like, you're good. Maybe you're an adult. You should have eaten something before you went to the event. But I'm like, no. If you're going to have an event, 
have food there. Like, have food there for everyone. And that is maybe just a me thing because I grew up in a family where it's like there was just food just like everywhere, every Sunday, family and friends stopped over. Everyone was fed all the time, and that's how we socialized. So I get a little like, if you're going to have an event, yes, like have food there. And so that was another thing that was turned me off. Like, Aaron, you should have had more options. No, I think if it's around dinner time, you need to have a meal. And if it's later, you have to have like a plethora of snacks. Options, Pigs yes. in a blanket. You could do like the little caviar on the pancake. You could do so many different things that are so easy, just like little finger foods, right? Little chicken tenders, like, or whatever. Sai said she's vegetarian. There's plenty of vegetarian options that you have to take into consideration. I highly doubt that Sai was the only person who was was a vegetarian there. And she's definitely not the only one who's like, where's the food? Where's the food? And it's like... A, it wasn't a backyard cabin party. This was a luxurious. No, it was glamorous. Have the food. Like, just spring for more food if it's not going to be sponsored or whatever. It's <laughs> like almost most of the event. That was like a joke. I'm or like, sh- ask Sai yeah. because she's like the spawn con queen. She gets like all this stuff for free. It's like what she does for a living. Yes. I don't she know. actually makes mad money off of it. What annoyed me is that anyone trying to say that Cy leaving that event was anything like Jenna leaving the Hamptons. That was like an intimate gathering. The only thing Cy owed Jenna was, or uh, Aaron, was like, hey, by the way, snuck out, beautiful party. I love you. Talk tomorrow. A like, text. I don't need to come find you in a room full of hundreds of people. Very different situations. And the sister rolling up on them being like, you guys need to stop talking. It's like, well, maybe don't have 400 speeches. Let me be very clear. And this is going to make me sound like I hate love, but I don't. But when you get married, I'm letting you know, no one gives a shit but you. Mm. And Mm. when you get remarried, then people really don't give a shit. Except you. (laughs) No one needs to hear your backstory and speeches given. It's so boring. It's fun for you to hear. Have like a little night with everyone who just talks about you, who wants to write speeches. Don't make an entire room. Have a cap for your wedding, your uh, people a part of the bridal party and groomsmen party or whatever it's called. See, I don't even know. (laughs) What are they? Groomsmen? Groomsmen. Yeah. Yeah. Like a cap. You know, like no longer than a minute. And please don't have multiple people. The maid of honor and the fucking, what's the guy? What's the main guy? The groom of honor. The best man. The best man. (laughs) They're the only two people that get to speak. Mom and dad can say a quick something, but not each of them. They write it together. (laughs) Because no one cares. No. If I was the best man, like I... Who wants to talk for more than 30 seconds? I'd have been like, I met this dumbass no, X, Y, and Z, and he's a bastard. Yeah. Easton? I just don't know. How I long wanna was say, it? I want to say they had five speakers, and it was pages. And Bryn made a comment, or someone made a comment. Jenna, there's like pages upon pages. This, this one person has four pages. No one cares about your love story. <laughs> I, know, I know it's hard to hear. Instead of a page, it's a paragraph. Yes. Get her done. Let people drink. Let people talk. That's when they leave and they go, you know what? This couple's fucking awesome. 
Because they didn't make me suffer through their freaking love story. Well, and then, almost, yes. The longer it is, it's like you're selling it on. Like, we are in love. Listen to how long and why. It's like, yes. you're not selling anyone on this shit, sweetheart. Just exactly. get it done. Exactly. And then her having to be like, whoa, 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 everyone's talking. Quiet down back there. It's like, well, read the room. In. It's read because the room. no one fucking cares, buddy. And also, then, her, then the sister's hair lit on fire, I think. <laughs> Was that the sister? <laughs> I, it looked like the same person to me. Full... Flamage. I was like, karma is alive and well at this party. <laughs> that was horrifying. Was it the one who told everybody to quiet down? It looked like it to me, but I keep looking here. I feel like my friends are in the room. They are. Give them a little something, something. Um, write in and tell me if it is the same. If it is Aaron's sister. Yeah, I forget. But I did see the. F- that was a big flame too. It was huge. The but, fire department could have come. <laughs> A lot of hairspray in it. A, just Flammable. a lot of hair and product. <laughs> yes. But not as much as because if that were my hair, let me tell you something. I would look like Hades from Hercules. Why do just, you have a lot of product? Not now, but if I had my like hair you, done and curled, hairspray, it would have gone up. My whole head would have been a flame. And so I saw hers and I was like, oh my God. And then it, it went out. It just must have been on. Oh my gosh. But it was great. I love Roni. I do love Do you imagine Roni. the smell after that? Oh. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, like they come candle. by, they're like burnt hair. And would you like a pig's in a blanket? It's like, oh, yeah, I'd like really a hungry. toilet to throw up in. <laughs> Please. My God. Dead animal and burnt hair. Oh. Sai was ready to go. We know why. Well, yeah. And they were all talking about her. Nobu. And I was like, that's where I would go. Nobu. Didn't they talk about Nobu I going think they there? Did, yeah. They ta- yeah, to get food because they were hungry. Not catch. The Not- elevated version. Right. <laughs> Fuck that there's no Easton. There's no winning when it comes to being Aaron. I feel no. She's got to loosen up. Love her so much. Love all of them. But like, I'm starting to see little sides. Bryn is a star. Bryn's a star. And can I clarify? I didn't say the sponsor thing to be shady. Wasn't that a joke on the show? Like they were joking. They Aaron or Bryn said, "Did you see the invite? It looks like Coachella because it said, do you, did you remember that part? It was like party sponsored by and it was like a whole <laughs> oh. Aaron's party and it was like a whole list. That's why I said the sponsor. I'm like, if people are going to sponsor, get food sponsored. Wait, I kind of love that yes. so much. Anyway. Right? Where's the food sponsor? Yeah. The most important thing. People who are well-fed and drunk, you got an epic party, I feel. 100%. Yeah. Keep the drinks and the food coming. You win the game. No one's going to look around and be like, but it was in a fabulous ballroom. No. No, no one cares where they end up. All mm-hmm. right. That ship sailed when people went to college. Exactly. That's what I think, mm-hmm. which is why I care about the bougie ballroom because I never went to college. <laughs> so there's that. Um, so we're somewhat caught up again. Next time we'll be like in real time. Has anyone watched Atlanta? No, but I'm going to add it to my list. I didn't know this was one we should we should watch them all. Well, here's the thing with Atlanta, okay? I'm going to let you guys in on a little something-something. Atlanta is one of my favorites of the franchise, but I become so addicted that I cannot watch them in real time because I can't wait another week. Atlanta is the only franchise that I wait and have it build up until I'm stacked with episodes because then I don't leave the bed or the couch and I just cannot get enough. It's like my most. Yes. The rest of them, it's like I can wait until next week. Mm. Atlanta, no go because every episode is freaking bomb. So the finale is about to air. I think it 
has it will have aired by the time this comes out and then we'll recap it because I'm assuming it'll be three parts. A lot has happened. We won't talk about storylines, but just like what I gathered from life and what was going on. So Marlo, who's a boss bitch, is dating this guy, right? And I'm noticing like it seems like a healthy relationship. She's like, he's not my boyfriend. He's my friend boy, whatever. You're seeing everyone have like dysfunction in their relationships or healthy, happy relationships. Then cut to Drew Sedora. She's dating this guy, Ralph, who's a buffoon of a human. They've been together for seven years. He says really, really fucked up things to her. Okay. And my mind started going wondering as I was thinking about jumping into dating again. And this again is like, okay, this is why I'm going to do the Bumble route, right? It just has to happen that way because then I can put in my bio the exact things I'm looking for. No other version. Woman runs the show. I'm the woman. I enjoy running the show. That feels so natural to me. And also, I'm the one that gets to say, like, you can come into my circle. And then they can start, you know, doing the whole, what is it called? When someone chivalrous. 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 (laughs) Chival. Shriveling. Shriveling. Whatever that word is. I can be the one that makes the move of like, yeah, welcome into my circle. And then it's on you, buddy. You open the door. Yes. Best of both worlds on Bumble, right? Mm-hmm. Safety first. Okay? So I'm thinking about it as I'm watching Drew Sedora and her clown of a husband. And I'm thinking, at what point when you're dating someone do you go, this is a red flag. I should probably not be with this person. Or is it... Is it a one-time thing or is it still like three strikes you're out? Like if you see something when you're first dating them, do you go, okay, he's maybe having an off night or they're maybe having an off night? Do you get what I'm saying? I would. I I would give them the maybe having an off night, three strikes you're out. Because it's like, especially if they've been single for a while, like maybe not opening your door, whatever you're expecting, red flag. It's like, okay, let me communicate. That's not a vibe for me. And then by strike three. But I feel like, are you in a point where you're going to start dating where it's like the first second you see a red flag, you're out? Well, that's why I'm holding off on dating right now because I am going through the motion of a healing process, right? And right now, my my triggers have lessened, but they're still there. Where one one thing is said and I draw a parallel and I'm like, nope, we're not even doing this. Guard is up and I place them in a box. The box is either the one that's being taken to the trash or the box where it's like, when I have some free time, we can bump pee-pees. The box where it's like, let's just text. You feel like when I'm bored, like that's the box you're in. I don't want to be like that forever. So once I go through my healing process and not everything is a trigger where it's like one wrong move and it's like, you're fucking out. I'll do the, I'll go the bumble route. It'll be like a very, you know, it just feels like your people are going there to actually date. And then hopefully I'll be soft enough to go, okay, I have off nights all the time. Like, I'd be really screwed if someone thought that, you know, one thing I did was a red flag. Right. And it depends on the red flag because they love bomb you. Then it's maybe like a whoa, 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 whoa. Right. Bigger See? red flag of like, uh, I'm out. I used to be so down with dudes giving me pet names right off the bat. The second a dude, I first meet him and he calls me baby. I'm like, and we're done here. Goodbye. Really? Yeah. Don't call me babe, baby, boo. Bye. Oh, Bye. that's interesting. That's but a big I red can flag. call them boo because I call everybody boo. 
What if that's their excuse? Yeah. That's funny. What if they go, say, I call everyone. If... No, you don't. You're a man. You move different than me. <laughs> no, you don't. And if you do, you're a dog. And I knew it. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. So there's that. Okay. Guys, I want to do the um, the relief of the week and the ache. Let's oh, start boy. with the ache. Who wants to start us off? Jessica? Me? Yeah, okay. start us off. Okay. So my relief of the week, which I, um, based on when this is coming out, I will have gone home for my sister Catherine's wedding. Okay. And I'm just very excited about that. I get to see the fam. She's getting married. I love my new brother-in-law. And so that's my relief. My ache is more of like an emotional ache that I experienced on Saturday with an elderly man. And um, I was leaving the alterations place and he was just, it was so hot on Saturday. It was like, I think it hit like 97. And there was this man standing out there. He had like six bags. I'm talking elderly, elderly, probably like late 80s, 90s. And he, you could tell he couldn't see very well, and he's got a full jacket on, and he's sweating, pouring sweat. And I'm I'm kind of, like, looking and looking around, and I'm like, do I leave? And he goes, excuse me, miss, is there a pharmacy around here somewhere? Uh, people down there, like, I, I've walked 25 minutes, and they told me there was a pharmacy here, and I just need a pharmacy. And I was like, oh, yeah, there is, and it was closed. And it was no. right next to the alteration place. I'm like, I was right here, but it's closed. And he was like, oh, no, and he looked so upset and I was like um can it be any pharmacy is it one your doctor sent a prescription to because whatever there's a farm there are other pharmacies so I pulled up the maps there was one 0.2 miles away which was like a 12 minute walk and a two minute drive and I tried to show him and he was confused and you could tell he couldn't see very well so I was like sir I'll take you and he was very I was like let me just take you to the pharmacy and he was very hesitant he was like, no, no, I don't want to put you out. I'm like, let me take you. And I made up a story about I'm going that way anyway. And I was like, my car's right here. Let me take you. Very hesitant. I was like, please get in the car. Now that I'm saying this, I didn't kidnap this old man, but the story sounds like I may have. <laughs> so I was like, please get in the car. I was like, Got candy. I was like, sir, get in the car. I have Werther's Originals in the backseat. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so finally he gets in the car in the back of the car and I put his bags in there and um, I bring him to CVS and I drop him off and he couldn't see so bad that he I dropped dropped him off right in front of the the door and I took him out and he looked around and started walking we were like five feet from the door and he's like okay okay the pharmacy and I had to go and like and I was like where like what do I do where is like his I guess Caretaker. caretaker anyway he made it into the pharmacy and he said thank you, and I made sure he made it back to the pharmacist. And then I left because I was like, I don't. Well, there was nothing else you could do, Jess. Yeah, I mean, but you it did heart- a lot. It was heartbreaking, though. And I was like, where is this? I don't know. But that was my ache. He made it to the pharmacy, but it was sad. That is, it makes me sad. No, it is sad when people don't have. People, no, I hate. It's you know? Like, yeah, like when you see him eating alone, and you're like, oh, I know. Even though I enjoy eating alone most times. Yeah. I know, but it is sad it's because sad. when they're of that age, you know that, like, most likely most people have passed. And then you think, like, do they have kids? And it's an- another reason, like, I want a lot of kids because at some point I'm going to most likely be alone. And I need a gang of children. Yeah, exactly. And Kyle had called me during it and I texted him. I said, um, taking man to pharmacy, call you back. And he was like, what? <laughs> what are you talking about? But I yes. I can only imagine being Kyle nice. on the other I end know. of that one. You know what? 
gold star for you. No, no, I hate that because I've been doing the thing lately where it's like do something nice every day and tell no one. And I just told the, the podcast, but I it was my ache of the week, you so have, I had to. You have a public forum where <laughs> you can show people what you should go and do. And I just asked you what it was. You didn't okay. have to share it, and I'm thankful that you did because okay. that's an inspiring story. And I'm proud of you. And you're taking the fucking gold star that I just gave you. <laughs> Say thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Easton? Mine are two and two and one again. Oh. My homie's coming into town. It was fun. We had a lot of fun. But so it's that an was my as rel- well? Well, yeah, because they're leaving. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> That's the egg is they're leaving. But we had fun. We went to the beach and stuff. It was like having Salt Lake come to me for a bit. Oh, so that was is nice. so nice. I so, love that. Yeah, we had some fun. So you now- guys should uh, postpone the leaving date. Trust me, I've been trying to. All right. Well, I'll try to hustle them later. Will you please? I'll show them one nipple. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I won't be in the room, They're but like, I'll, yes, I'll, I'll say yes. No shit. Um, she just whops them out. You know me. what? My my ache and relief are one and the same as well. What? I had a giant zit right there. Huge honker. And I always feel that Zits in that area are better than the cheeks because the cheeks are so fatty that they're really hard to pop. There's so much room for them to just, like, stay nice and snugged in there. The forehead, bone, it got to go somewhere, easy to pop. This one I pushed on, and then I was screwed. It was like, well, what's done is done. It's not coming coming out. It's going to be just a bulbous, yummy, I love the word bulbous, a bulbous boil. Boil. Disgusting. All right, so I doctored it to the best of my ability to where it was then just flat and like a little scabby, right? My adorable daughter. So that was the the ache because we're filming and I'm like, great, I got unicorns that going on. Lopsided unicorn. And the relief is that my daughter <laughs> is in bed with me and says, you got a boo-boo? I was like, I got a zit. That's what that is. And she was like, looks like a boo-boo. I was like, yeah, it is a boo-boo. Kind of. You know, mommy picked. And she goes, I got to kiss it. <laughs> Yummy. So she, Easton, it's adorable. There's nothing in it. It's cute. I kiss her no, boo-boos no, all the time. Yeah, her boo-boos. You shut your zit. filthy fucking mouth. <laughs> no, I'm kissing, the, I'm kissing your zit. I'm going to punch you in your dome. What if I get you first? Okay. She kisses it. That's what we do. Sweet. She came out of my vagina, Easton. Oh, God. All right. We're getting into it. Calm now, down. Okay. All right. She kissed it. I'll allow her to kiss your zit. So then I said, Oh, thank you. And she pulls me in by the neck and goes, You're going to be okay. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I feel so seen. This won't take me out. I will be okay. <laughs> I was like, Had so much meaning and just that tiny little zit and the kiss combining. I was like, Life. She's already a big sister. It's a metaphor for my life. (laughs) And it will be okay, bitches. Um, All right. I loved that. Wow. What a fun podcast today. Did you guys enjoy it from the back? The cheap seats? (laughs) We should have given them a camera because they're both gorgeous. Um, Yes. Thank you guys so much for listening to another episode of the Give Them Lala podcast. Um, I can't wait to catch you guys next week. Welcome to Talkville, the ultimate Smallville rewatch podcast. Guest star Sarah Carter as Alicia Baker. Although I didn't really work with her a lot. But Tom did, and they had some real big smoochy scenes. Yeah. Should we talk about that 
Could there be any more sex? What was the three-page makeout scene that just kept going? Good Lord! We get it! They have chemistry! Jump in now or catch up on any of the past seasons of Talkville on YouTube or wherever you listen.